So the big question is this. How can runners like you, who are running in pain and discomfort, fix, heal, and get to the real reason you're in pain? So you can enjoy your passion for running. That is the question. And on the hashtag Run Pain Free podcast, your host, sports biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio, gives you the answers. It's called Run Pain Free, but it's also Walk Pain Free. It's also Sit in a Chair Pain Free. It's also, you know, Go for a Bike Ride Pain Free. It's all these things, you know that uh, just help you feel better in general. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Run Pain Free Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio. Thank you for tuning in wherever that is. Uh, If you're listening to us on our actual podcast, come on over to our YouTube channel because we got visuals to share with you. Today we are talking about the IT band, knee pain, uh, two in the same, if you will. Jessica's reactions are going to come up next with a bunch of eye rolls for you, and let me go over that. Uh, Injury expert analysis, we're going to go over the uh, injury of IT band or knee pain, and today's case study is based on Jackie. So let's get right into it because it's a big one and we have a lot to go over and Jackie gives us tons of information. So first and foremost, I have talked about the IT band probably longer than anything when it comes to run pain free (laughs) and uh, there is no such thing as uh, IT band syndrome. I always say syndrome really means I have no idea what to tell you. I have no idea what to, how to fix you. And that's because it's a very big mobility specialized problem. Uh, the IT band is really not an injury, but it protects you because it senses injury underneath or dysfunction underneath. And its job is to lock you up and protect you. So to actually call it a problem is quite mean, if you will. So a lot of people... Knee pain is so common. It's one of the first things that a runner will experience when they have actual, uh, when they have actual first time running pain or whatever have you. Knee pain is the first sign you have a real problem, but it's also the easiest thing to fix out of all injuries. I repeat, the easiest thing to fix, and that's because it's not coming from your knee ever, and that is a always statement, full stop, exclamation point, period, 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 period. Uh, it is always coming from somewhere up top at your hip. Why is a different story. That's what we'll figure out, but it's always coming from up top. Can your knee become a problem if you let it go? Yes, but it's not originating and it's never rooting in your knee. Knee pain does not root in your knee. It is coming from up top. So that's the first thing to know is that it's not your knee, even though there's pain there. Remember pain is feedback. It is not the reason that you're in pain is where the pain is. That's not the case. So with someone like Jackie, she came to us for what she said was IT band syndrome or IT band pain, knee pain. And that's A, where she felt it, but it's also where uh, the people she had spoken to or seen had kind of narrowed it down to, if you will. Uh, but she goes into that on her end, and I'll, I'll let you hear that from her mouth. But we're going to talk about it in the general case. So the what aggravates me is that uh, the amount of knee braces, knee shots, and KT tape that happens around somebody's knee, when there's nothing wrong with their knee, those three things will actually give you a knee problem, a knee injury for sure. Whether it's a torn ligament or a muscle strain at the knee, or worse, you know, an actual tear or something that needs surgery, what have you. Because what hap- what's happening is the knee is in the midline of the leg, so the leg has to. 
uh, it's just in a it's in a vulnerable spot, vulnerable spot. So between the hip and the, and the ankle, that's where everything kind of settles. And so if anything's in dysfunction, it kind of takes all the heat. So let's get into the mechanics of what I'm talking about here. So this muscle highlighted is one of your two hip flexors. It's kind of important that you guys start to understand this stuff because you don't have one hip flexor, you have two. This is one of them. Not only is this important to knee pain, but it's also the longest muscle in the body. And, you know, anything that's extremely long has a, has a, the midline is going to be an, an issue of that muscle. So this guy here literally inserts right inside the shin underneath the knee and then goes all the way up and across your quads. Um, so what hap what's happening there is people actually think that's their hip. That's the iliac crest where it's inserting. If you see where the, the thing starts to become like a darker orange and then goes into yellow, um, that actually is where if you drew a line outward, that actually is where your literal hip is. It's very low actually. But people think where this guy is inserting is their hips. And it's not, but that's also why there's a problem with fixing it or correcting an injury because when you don't, when your thinking of anatomy is off, it, you'll Google and hip pain when that's actually not your hip. It's an iliac crest, which means it's a hip flexor problem. So this guy is extremely long. Now, tissue is restrictive. Muscle is tightness. So this being a muscle on the inside of the knee is going to be tight. It's going to feel like straining because it's trying to extend. We're on right on the outside, that is your IT band. Now, I've said this before with this visual that I'm showing, the IT band is a part of an entire fascia system that completely covers our entire body, our face, our fingers, our feet. Everything is completely covered with this. Where this thing is showing yellow is not accurate. That is not the only part of your IT band. Your IT band, yes, it does insert where it's inserting into this bone right outside below the knee, right at the fibula bone, which is the bone that protrudes out that I always have you guys touch when I'm talking in my podcast. It comes up outside the actual quad and goes all the way up where that white is right there. It actually comes up and fans and crosses the glute. It goes all the way across the glute. Sorry, I need to bring this down. Comes all the way across the glute and then goes to the opposite shoulder, attaching up here. Attaches up there. So what's happening is this entire IT band pattern literally dictates your mobility as a human. And so the problem is that people have this issue here and it's a tissue issue. So when the tissue on the outside of the knee is restricting mobility, which is its job, is to restrict the joint from moving at all, and the muscles don't ever fire because of it, and then it, there's a compromising muscle function that goes on underneath anything that's happening like that. But the point is, is that it's trying to restrict what it feels is most vulnerable so it doesn't break, meaning you. So you have restrictive tissue on the outside restricting joint mobility, and then you have a very tight muscle that is pulling on the inside of the knee, both of them meeting at the top end on the outer corner of your quad, which creates a pressure system in your knee, a pulling in your knee. Uh, you'll feel like there's air in your knee sometimes. You'll get a sharp zinger. That's classic IT band. Like when you're walking down the steps and it hurts with your knee, that's classic IT band um, problem. It's a classic problem if you step off a curb and that's a problem or that hurts your knee. It's not that your IT band itself is the issue, but the IT band restriction 
is causing you to have pain when you try to move your joint that way because its job at that moment is to protect your joint from dysfunction. <laughs> so that's why people lean on that, but it's really not the issue. What's happening is way underneath that. You know, you have an entire layer, like I said, of fascia all over, and the IT band is simply a ribbon of a pattern from outside the knee up across the back to the opposite shoulder. So it literally creates an X across your shoulder blades. Uh, it dictates whether or not you can move like this and have runner torque in your core. So that's why when someone has knee pain, it's actually more complex. The knee pain itself is super easy to get rid of because it's not the knee. When you go to the right place, the immediate pain goes away. But the reason that that came, that's what has to be fixed. And so for Jackie's case, that's what we were doing here. Jackie has also been a professional dancer on Broadway. She was in Cats. She, she talks it down, but I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> she was a professional dancer. And so years and years and years of that a complete external rotation of hips will create a level of dysfunction that needs heavy correction. And so this muscle, this is the action of this muscle. I'm going to show you right here. I don't know why that did that, but whatever. Um, so it flexes at the hip, it adducts. So it abducts, it takes it away, takes it away from the hip. And then it, ex it externally rotates uh, at the hip, the thigh, the actual femur. That's the job of that muscle. So what do you think has been, if she's a dancer, what has been completely overused? The sartorius. And not so much as the hip flexor, but as a, as a muscle itself, right? As just the muscle itself and what that muscle physically does is has been completely exhausted by her. So that's huge for you to understand the point of that of that muscle. So this is what Jackie came to us for, but she gets into it in ways that I know you're all gonna relate to. So let's get into it, but first a quick little message. Now, if you love that expert analysis, you're going to love what I have next. There's a real reason why runners with injuries are so excited about my new injury recovery book. It's the fastest way to enjoy running without pain or discomfort. How to Run Pain-Free Now gives you the blueprint to avoid making mistakes and errors that keep runners stuck looping on the same injuries without having to stop running altogether. Learn more here at www.runpainfreenow.com forward slash book. That's www.runpainfreenow.com forward slash book. All right. While you're downloading everything you need to to go get that book, let's talk about Jackie's run story started running. I had never run ever before that. Um, I was a professional dancer for decades, my whole life, really. Uh, a student, obviously, first, but then uh, turned into a professional. And at age 35, I was really approaching this big transition where I was not really into the whole uh, competition world of dance anymore. I just couldn't, I just couldn't compete with the jobs anymore. I was just over it really <laughs> mentally over it. Um, so, and my husband who was not my husband then we were just dating, but he was, uh, had some odd health problems that were sneaking up on him. Um, and he was in his, late thirties, you know, at that time, you know, pushing 40. And we both just were like, we need to get healthy. We need to change it up. And 
the first thing that we did was we signed up for a 5k, <laughs> you know, how people do. And so that was the first, that was the first thing. And we had no idea what we were doing because we didn't run. Um, we were running on treadmills in the gym because that was what we thought we, that's what you do. Um, so we started with that and we knocked out that first 5k, you know, we trained for, for several weeks or whatever, you know, whatever the plan was at the time. And we did the 5k in the Bronx zoo, like the run for the wild in the Bronx zoo. And we cried after <laughs> because we were, we, we couldn't believe we did it. We were like, Oh my God, we did that. You know, it was very emotional. And, uh, and we kind of got hooked after that. Just so I'm sure a lot of you can relate because so many runners start for that reason where they want to get healthy and they may have a buddy or not or a wife or a husband or a spouse or a partner uh, and they all just kind of get up and just go at it and I know a lot of you guys can relate to that so I thought it was very fun how that was her literal run story her beginning of her run story but let's get into why she literally started running. And I enjoy running at this point in my life, uh, mostly because it's an outlet for me. I think, you know, I've been running for 10 years now, and I think that it's changed over the years as to why I run. Um, you know, initially it started out because I wanted to know if I could, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> um, I had never run before, so I didn't know. Um, but now, after all this time, um, it really has just become this, this energy output for me. And especially the past year with, you know, being cooped up and gyms closing and all of this craziness, um, it's, it's even more special to me it just and because i enjoy it more now because it does hurt and because it feels good in my body it's, it really is this amazing energy output and i love um i love listening to music when i run which is also just this other part of it for me that i just i just really get joy out of that a lot so what I love about that is that her actual reason why she runs has changed through the Run Pain Free program. Literally because she's not in pain anymore has changed why she runs. It just feels good. And I love that because I want you all to run whatever race you want to run and do whatever you want to do. But I really want you to enjoy running. And if you're grimacing on the race or you're dreading getting out and you're like, oh, my God, I have this 5K or this 10K or this marathon coming up. I'm doing this during marathon season. Uh, you know, that's just the worst because you've worked so hard and you actually love running. So what a mental I can't, I don't want to curse on here, although I usually do, but a mental worry that you're going to go through with like, I love this, but it sucks. So the fact that the programming really changed her why was huge. And I found that significant. All right, let's talk about what she did pre-run pain-free. <laughs> wrong, the wrong things. <laughs> uh, I, I was a big stretcher, obviously, because I was a dancer. So I stretched a lot. Um, I... 
before I, before I would go out for a run, I would stretch for 10 minutes. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I would never foam roll before a run. Sometimes I would foam roll a little bit after a run, but um, not really correctly probably because I didn't know what I was doing. Um, but we did have a foam roller in the house. Uh, but yeah, before, you know, I, I'm a very active person in general. I, I work as a dog walker in the city, so I'm on my feet a lot. I was working in restaurants for many years. So I had a lot of pain in my feet and in my lower legs. And, um, you know, they these little pains would go in and out. I would have like a month where they would, it would feel fine and then it would come back. And I would also be in and out of running, you know, I would, I would sign up for something and I would train for it. And then I would not run for a while after that, you know, I would take big breaks because I thought that my body needed it, which it probably did because I was, injured, you know, I was just doing all the wrong things. But, uh, you know, I, I told you that I ended up in PT, because I had such severe pain in my lower, my lower, like outer shin area. Um, and, you know, they just they didn't know what was wrong with me. So uh, I, I was doing all the wrong things, you know, I was doing all the wrong things. I had the wrong shoes and was just... <laughs> A mess. <laughs> so I want to go over that really quickly because I know so many people can relate to that. Uh, and most of our, all of our runners, no matter what level runner they are, they all have come through pretty much very much the same scenario like Jackie. But, you know, it's the fact that she says, you know, she had to take a lot of breaks because she was injured because she felt like she needed to. I wanted to focus on that really quickly because you should not be running in pain. We at Run Pain Free keep you running because we keep you in sport through correction programming. So it's because we know what we're doing. That's first. Pretty much hard stop right there. Uh, but if you are in pain, you really shouldn't be running in pain. And that is the flag that your body is telling you, please stop so we can figure it out. So come on over get a console because uh, you don't want to continue to run in pain. And it's a good thing she stopped running and took those breaks because she was in dysfunction and her pain, her body was in pain. And that is the smartest thing to do when you're in our care. We know what we're doing and the programming actually keeps you in whatever sport you you're doing, whether it's running, whether it's tri sport, dance, soccer, football, basketball, whatever it is, we keep you in sport. I wanted to pause really quick because I know uh, some of you may or may not know me yet. Maybe this is your first time on here and we are known to keep people in sport. So I wanted to address that. And also people who do know us and know that we keep people in sport. I wanted to give you that insight. Okay, let's go on. Let's talk about her feet pain. I This is going to, this might surprise you, but because uh, we haven't really talked about my feet that much, like throughout our time, but honestly, my husband will tell you and anybody that knows me that I don't have any foot pain at all. And I used to have a lot of foot pain. Um, you didn't have I, to tell me that Jackie, I knew, <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. I, I would, you know, I would wait tables and I would do dog walking or any kind of workout, go for just running even. I mean, I, 
I was to the point where on the weekends where I was like relaxing with my husband, and we wanted to like go do something fun. I was like, well, I can't walk that far. Well, we can't. Oh, okay. Well, we can do that. But uh, I'm worried, we're worried about my feet. I can't, I can't be, I can't walk. You know, I, it was to the point where I, I was at, you know, just walking a, a mile to go for a walk was hurting me. Um, so that's gotta be the number one biggest change for me. I mean, I can walk in my Nike freeze for miles and miles and miles and come home at night and I'm a hundred percent fine. I mean, I have no foot pain and that's a huge relief because that went on for years. And I just thought, I'm just going to be somebody that just, I don't know, my feet just hurt. And, and you feel as you get, you know, well, I'm going to be getting older every year and this is just going to get worse. You know, that's, you just feel, how do I turn this around? Um, so that's just a big thing because that's like a life thing. That's not just a running thing. That's just me living my normal life. And that is a huge relief. <laughs> so again, the run pain-free is about living pain-free. And so, yes, I, I knew based on what I was seeing in Jackie's body that her feet had to hurt, but no, she never divulged that level of pain until this interview that I did with her. So we went on to, to chat about it because I didn't know that she was in that much pain like daily. And it was like, a, it was literally affecting her normal, regular life, just hanging out with her husband. That's everything. And the problem with running is that unless you guys are actually in pain on the run, most of you don't stop running until that's the case. The issue is, is that running is a basic human function with velocity at extreme. So it's walking. So if running is exasperating all of your mechanics, then your basic life is going to be in pain on some level. So blood flow makes you feel better. So running makes you feel better. So until you don't feel good on the run, you actually don't address it. But by the time that that's happening, you've missed so many red flags and you're literally sitting there like Jackie and like can't even go for a walk, a stroll with your husband. So yes, again, we want you to run everything that you want to run and do what you want to do. But being able to live your life pain-free is the ultimate goal. So let's talk about how she found Run Pain-Free then. I initially found your podcast. That was the first thing. Um, simply because I was searching for... I, I knew that I had finished the, the nine plus one program with Roadrunners, and I, so I was in for the marathon, but I was having all this pain <laughs> and I was freaking out. How am I going to do this? <laughs> you know? Um, so I was searching for information, uh, specifically for podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts. And, uh, so I had, subscribed to a couple different runners podcasts and uh most of them I was just like okay like they, it was just information that I that I had heard before you know and it it wasn't it just didn't sound helpful to me and then I came across yours and I was sucked in. I think I listened to like four episodes in a row, like right away, like the first day, because I, I just was, I don't know. I was sucked in. I was sucked in by your, your, your demeanor and by your matter of factness and just 
the spew of information and stuff that I had never heard before. So I was drawn in because I was like, what? <laughs> huh? Really? Like, but everything that you said made sense. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Why, why don't we do things like that? You know? So I encourage you right now to make sure that you are subscribed to our podcast on iTunes and go through, there's about 95 episodes, I believe on there right now. And these are all both going to be there, obviously in visual to also here at YouTube. So go listen to them because you're going to learn so much information like Jackie is talking about. And I want you to binge on it. So go ahead. All right. Let's talk about her meeting me. This is fun. Um, and I was, I think I was going to PT already, or I was just starting to go to PT at that point. So I was, you know, more and more sucked into your podcast. And I, I believe I DM'd you on Instagram about shoes, maybe. Mm -hmm. I think it's about shoes, because I, I think I listened to the pod, a podcast that talked about feet a little bit. And, um, and I, I, I remember you sent me a long response back and I was like, like pretty quick within a day. And I was shocked. I was like, look at all this. She just gave me all this information, like for free. Like, what is this? And then I think we corresponded for a hot second. And then, uh, we, I made a consultation. So I, I don't think much time lingered, but I did listen to, to, you know, several episodes of the podcast, um, so again, the podcast, she leans on that a lot throughout the whole interview. If you, if you hear it, you'll hear it a few times because it is that informational and I encourage everybody to do that. And I want to give information and that a lot of people say that they hear stuff from me that they never heard before. I know I'm saying stuff that's not out there because I've literally been in this industry my entire life. So when you're studying it from a mobility's perspective, you really understand how the body is moving very differently and it's very specialized. So I encourage you again, go listen to the podcast. You need to go back and go through all those things because I do talk a lot about feet. <laughs> so I don't know which one she actually listened to that made her reach out to me, but there's a lot of them on feet because feet are huge. Okay, let's talk about how she's been feeling like when she uh, actually met me. Um, and I was, I've already told many people <laughs> that they need to contact you or they need to listen to your podcast uh, because it works. I, I, I've told many people that, you know, there are, there, there is so much information out there that is not helpful, that is confusing. I mean, I used unhelpful information for a decade, you know, trying to, trying to run and get better. And, and uh, after nine years, I ended up in PT with somebody that didn't know what was wrong with me. And, and, uh, you know, I, I was frustrated. So I, I feel, I feel that uh, one of the biggest things that I would say about working with run with run pain free is that once you jump in and once you start working correctly, the, the frustration feels, you know, it, it disappears. For me, I was so frustrated for, for a long time and just kind of, you know, 
wandered around not knowing what to do that once, I mean, even just my consultation, I immediately felt relief. Like someone knows what's going on. <laughs> someone knows how to help, you know? And, and I immediately felt like I trusted, trusted your knowledge immediately. I mean, I came home after my consultation and I, I was like, I'm sold. Like I, I'm, I'm in, like, I want to do this. And I, and I've told many, you know, I do a lot of posting on social media. So our consultations are very interactive and, uh, even, you know, we've been online since 2009 and they're still that interactive online as well. So it's important to understand where your body is getting the pain from. And so we really do go over. So it's a very interactive uh, consult. And that's what she's talking about and why she, she was able to trust me quite fast. And that's what we need to do the work. We need trust between the two of us because it is stuff that is, you've never heard before. It is work. It is grit. And you are going to go through it, but you're going to feel better every single day. But that requires the trust of the process. And so that's where Jackie really, really excelled. Okay. Let's talk about how she feels uh, in when she's coming through the program. I feel like a badass. <laughs> I feel I feel strong, and that to me is just awesome. You know, I mean, I I was a dancer forever, and I always felt strong in that realm of my life. You know, when I was in my prime. I felt strong, but as a runner, I, I never felt strong. I felt like I kind of was fumbling around a bit <laughs> for many years. And now I can say that I feel like I'm a strong runner and that feels awesome. You know, and this is, this is 10 years after I started running. Now I'm in my mid forties and I'm running better than I ever have. So that's just, I mean, that's just proof to me that, that, that it's worth it. Um, also, as, as I mentioned before, just the difference in my feet is, uh, it's just, I mean, my husband is so happy that my feet don't hurt and <laughs> I'm so happy that my feet don't hurt. You know, it was getting to the point where I was, you know, because I work as a dog walker that I was, I was like, I don't know if I can do this job anymore because my feet hurt so bad, you know, and that's gone. I can work all day now and be fine. So that is, it's huge. Um, that's amazing. And, uh, you know, the last thing I would say is probably, uh, confidence, you know, again, because I have all these tools in my back pocket. So I feel secure that if anything, you know, creeps up that I know how to, to take care of it. And I know where to foam roll and I know, you know, I know what I need to do. So, uh, I have a lot, so much more confidence that, that, that I can continue running. And, and I haven't stopped running the whole time that I've worked with you. I haven't taken one week off. And that's the first time I've ever done that. I've always taken breaks over the past decade because I had to, because I was hurting. 
So I've, I've haven't taken any breaks, <laughs> which is amazing. I mean, that's truly amazing. So, so, you know, the conf- just the fact that I can do that is, has built my confidence that I know that my body's is there for me. And her body is there for her because she went through programming that was specialized for her and for her needs and kept her in sport. So the sport becomes a feedback in that way. Leaning back onto what I said in the beginning of the interview where uh, she kept, she had said she had to stop because uh, she was in pain and she took long breaks and always was breaking, even though she signed up for races that she couldn't do and always something showed up and it was all over the place. The reason why she's never taken a break with the Run Pain-Free program is because we keep you in sport because the sport should be the fun. The work happens with us. This is the work and the grit and the programming and all of that happens here you know, in, in the session. The run should be fun or just feedback. Uh, and that's exactly what really, it trips a lot of people out <laughs> to be honest, but you should be running because you need that feedback. But again, in our care. All right, moving on. Let's talk about the amount of misinformation she talks about out there. Like I said, you know, there is so much misinformation out there. And, you know, I've had, I've had people contact me about little things. You know, what kind of shoes should I wear? Or why does, why does my knee hurt? Or how do I train for a half marathon? You know, all these little things. And I feel like with the program, you you don't just get you 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 don't just get you know uh, injury correction. You get prevention. You get you get this whole library and this whole tool set for yourself to take away that you'll have forever. You know, and and. And it also teaches you, you know, it, it teaches you how to train for something. I mean, you've taught me, I've gone through several half marathons with you and a full marathon with you. And I feel like I, I know how to do that for myself now, which is just this amazing bonus to have, you know, that you just get out of, of doing the program. Again, the foam rolling, I mean, all of that is so key and nobody knows how to do that. (laughs) So I just want to come in really quick and say that full marathon she's talking about was a virtual New York City marathon that she literally ran as her first full marathon by herself. Uh, Her husband bikes alongside her or behind her. So for someone to take on a full marathon by themselves, no crowds, no stations, no nothing, and really do it herself, it lends to how confident she was in her body because of the programming. And uh, she tends to tone a lot of things down, but I'm going to soup it up for you, let you know that that's a huge, huge deal for someone to do. And she's about to run her first in-person New York City Marathon 2021 this year in just a few weeks. So, and that's our, you know, her nerves are up, but she knows that she can do it because she did it completely on her own. Okay. Let's go on to this foam rolling bit. Cause this is something else too. Let me tell you. <laughs> you know, I don't, I, I don't, I watched, I, when I used to go to the gym, I used to watch people foam roll and I, I don't recall anybody ever doing the full body stuff that, that we get out of this. They're, you just walk away with 
this repertoire of information that is that you have forever, you know? And also foam rolling is a part of a system. Foam rolling is not going to cure you at all. Uh, sticking, balling, all that stuff is a part of a very specific sequenced system that is based on science. So that's why you can do whatever you can look on YouTube and get all these random videos, but it's not specific to running and it's damn sure not specific to your actual injury or how your body moves or doesn't move, whatever your dysfunction is, it's very specific. So that's what Jackie's talking about when she's saying like, nobody does what we do when it comes to foam rolling. And by we, she means the run pain free people. All right. Uh, moving on, moving on to what she's learned. Where do I begin? I have learned, uh, that having the, the, the right uh, strength in the right areas is very important for all different kinds of sports. Um, but because I chose running, you know, you have, to, you have to figure out how to strengthen those parts of your body that are needed for that sport. And I, I feel like I have accomplished that so much. Like I can't even believe the difference in the way that my body feels while I'm running and while I'm just living, you know, all of it. Um, I have, I have learned uh, that the warm up is key, <laughs> which to me, I mean, I was a dancer and obviously as a dancer, you warm up, <laughs> you do a whole ballet bar, you know, before you perform, which could be, you know, a 30 to 40 minute process. So why wouldn't you do that as a runner? Uh, I, I suppose I probably knew that you there, you should, but I just didn't know what that was. I didn't know. I just thought stretching, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's what you do. Um, so I feel that that is just a tremendous education to, to be able to, to know what to activate, to foam roll, to do all of that before you go out, you know, it's just has to be part of the, what you put in the schedule for, for how long it's going to take you to execute, execute your workout that day. Like you just have to do it. And, um, I couldn't, I can't imagine going out for a run now without at least foam rolling. first. <laughs> like, I just can't imagine. I love so again, she leans on the fact that she used to do a huge and ballet bar. It's, it's a, it's, it's literal. It's very technical. It's a very technical strand and people nowadays, you know, there's pure bar out there and there's all these ballet workout classes. So that should give you an idea of what a ballet bar actually is for a literal dancer on Broadway, but to take the stage. So that's the level of intensity that their warmups were. So she knew that that would happen for her sport of dance, where all professional athletes have that. You see them take the field. You see them take the football field. They're doing drills. They're, they're working with, they have balls. They have foam rollers out there. They've got somebody like me working with them, doing resistance bands. You see this more and more because they're giving it more airtime now. So there is real work to be done prepping for your actual sport whatever that is. And so she knew to do it, but I'm, I applaud when you don't know what to do, but you know, there should be something there. And that if you're not going to do it, you're not going to perform well, or you might get injured. So again, if you're, 
going to lean on a time issue. This ain't for you. It's not for you. This run pain-free programming is for somebody who's tired of being in pain, who doesn't want to not only be in pain for running, but be in pain for life. And then not jack themselves up now for the fun of running to be living in the terrible, decrepit, painful state in another 20 years when they've just ran their joints out because they didn't take care of themselves. That's who this is for. So it's about putting in the works. So you can do whatever the hell you want to do. That's real. It's really nothing of time when it's uh, the, the difference between being an injured person for life or enjoying whatever sport, activity, or life event you want to do. Just saying. All right. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Uh, her results. Let's get there. And then besides that, I mean, you know, the, the running itself has just become much more enjoyable because there's no pain. And I, you know, I, I feel like in the past, I always enjoyed, you know, shorter distances more because I could do that without pain creeping in. But anytime that I ever trained for a half marathon, even a 10 K sometimes I would, I, I would get pain, um, various types of pain. So, uh, the fact that that is just no more <laughs> is it makes the running that much more enjoyable because I like most that the program is super individualized for each person, but the goal is the same, <laughs> you know, um, but everybody's different and everybody's at a different place. So I appreciate that that you work in that way and that you don't just have this, this thing that you plug into everybody, no matter who they are and where they are, um, in their running journey. So I, 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 I love the individualization of it all. And I also love the structure. Um, I'm, I'm a very structured type person. And so I go into every week, uh, wanting to have, being able to look at my schedule and say, this is what I'm doing. And I will do everything in my power to stick to that schedule. <laughs> um, I don't like straying from it. So I, I love that there's, you know, a certain amount of runs every week and that's it. And there's no pressure to do more. And um, I, I love the length of the workouts that it's easy to just plug in. All of that is just very doable. I think for, for anybody. Um, a, a lot of times people do too much. <laughs> so I think that, I think that that was really a big, a big bonus for me. Just the whole structure of all of it was great. So I want to go in on that right there. I just said, you know, if you don't want to put the time in, then it's not for you. And then she comes in and says like, this is actually quite easy to plug in. And normally you're doing too much. And when you're doing this, it actually takes off so much of the uh, expectations that are actually hurting you and hindering your process and they're definitely not helping you. So if you think about all the things that you might be doing, how much are you, time are you spending researching uh, the injury that you have? Like that's your job. That's one. Are you going to see different types of medical professionals or holistic professionals? That's another, that's more time. How much time are you do? How much time are you out there grimacing because the running is hurting or then you're stopping, then you're going to go to a gym and that's more time. That's more money. So then you're going to go out and buy 
buy like a tape or you're going to get a shot. You're going to get the ridiculous uh, $300 sneakers that don't even do anything but hurt you. You know, the list goes on and on and on. And she is correct. Most of the time you're doing way too much. The leg swinging stretches don't make me get started off flip out on here and fire was shoot out my head. The amount of things that people do that actually hurts them and then sucks up time. It then looks at something like run pain free. That is concise. It's made to you. It's what your body needs. It's going to give you what you need to go out there and run and enjoy your run and feel better about it. And it's in a little package just for you. That is what Jackie is talking about. So even though it's work, it's work specific to your needs and that's all you need to follow is that programming, the run programming specific to you because you need to have a run program specific to you. Uh, and then your run is your run. So that's really what I, I'm happy she said that because it, people do have that misconception and they actually don't realize how much they're actually already doing that's eating up time that could be placed in a more beneficial way. All right, closing in on this, we're almost there. What she surprised uh, the most about with the program? just that it works <laughs> you know I mean because like I said there's so much misinformation and that and the fact that I you know that I went to a physical therapy for for months and spent all this money uh giving them money every time I went and it just it it wasn't even slightly getting better you know it was just I mean I just saw no improvement with that. So, you know, yes, when I, you know, listened to your podcast and I first, you know, I went to my consultation, I was like, all right. I was like, this has got to work. Like I, I had this, you know, feeling of excitement because I was hoping so bad that it would work. Um, but I still had this doubt, like, well, I don't know, it might not work, you know, but the fact that it did, <laughs> the fact that it all worked and that, you know, that the results are, are proof, it, 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 it was surprising. <laughs> and working with you, I mean, you know, I, <laughs> what do you say? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I love I love that you just get to the point and that I, I also, I love that it takes you very little time to figure out what's going on with someone. I mean, it's just, it's not this wishy-washy, well lingering, you know, it's you, you know, what's going on by looking at somebody do one squat. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. And I think that's, uh, I, I think that's amazing, I, you know, and I love the way that you, um, that you're just very casual with your clients and very sincere. And, you know, I, I wish we had more time to, you know, personally together because I, I like the, the super one-on-one, -on -one, but I know that you do a lot of stuff online and we've been able to make it work through, you know, the past year. So it's, uh, it's been, it's been amazing to have that transition be super easy. So Jackie actually started right before the pandemic. So we really only saw each other in person for, I think two months. And then we were in New York city lockdown. So she's done her entire corrective programming online. 
And she's, I've, I've said she's been the leader of the pack the whole time. Uh, she was so regimented and she was, uh, you have to be a bit, uh, a bit able to receive information in a couple of different ways, both like visually online and text message and all that. She's done exceptional with that. And again, like I said, she ran her first full marathon virtually. And I literally have not seen Jackie uh, since March of 2020. That being said, I randomly went for a walk one day and she was on a long run and she ran right by me uh, just this past summer. So that was really awesome to see to see her running by. They get the videos that her husband takes from her. But we have been online since 2009. We've been international working with thousands of people all over the globe. So New York City people have went online during the pandemic and they've done just as well as everybody else. They've actually done better. They've excelled. They've done great. We kept everybody in running and she's one of them. So I hope you enjoyed that with Jackie. She gave a lot of insight with how she felt, what she went through, and how her why has changed just because she actually enjoys running. And if you've been in pain for a decade like she has been, please run painfreenow.com, apply, uh, slash apply dash now, and just get over there and get over there and get your consult right away. Do not wait. I love when anybody finds us, but I really hate to hear someone's been in pain for 10 years for something that can really be fixed quite fast. So I hope you enjoyed the podcast and we will see you soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Run Pain-Free Podcast. If you are looking for next steps in helping with running pain-free or recovering from an injury, here are the two most helpful things you can do right now. One, you're already doing it. Keep listening to all of the Run Pain-Free Podcast episodes. We've got some awesome injury recovery training in every show that you can implement right now from whichever podcast platform you're listening to us on. And second thing is, if you are serious about injury recovery, running pain-free, or living pain-free, go to runpainfreenow.com slash apply dash now and apply for a one-on-one consult with me and we will go over all of your injury recovery goals, challenges, next steps, and a movement assessment. Go to runpainfreenow.com slash apply dash now. Thank you so much for listening to the Run Pain Free Podcast. There are so many podcasts out there, so we really do appreciate you taking the time to tune in.